Bomb! Welcome everybody to season two of the league, which means it's season two of the podcast. We survived our first season. We got renewed. Season two of the league. It is the Vegas draft. Hello everybody and welcome once again to Sitting Shiva, your only league watch long podcast available on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Anchor. If you visit that website, it does exist. It hosts our podcasts. Hello everybody. Welcome. I'm your host, Jason. You can follow me on social media at the L.I. Chief. And joining me for season two, he got renewed as well. Sitting across the table from me is Todd. What's up, Todd? Hey, Jason. How's it going? After a long contract dispute, I'm back. Just kidding. It wasn't that long. Literally just texted me, ready to record. I'm here. Nothing but lawyers the past couple weeks. It was a mess, but we're glad you're joining us. Thank you so much for your support during season one. We hope you'll tag along for the remainder of season two. Season two is double the amount of episodes. It is 13, so we went from six in season one. We're back for season two for unlucky 13. And like I said, we're kicking things off Vegas style. This is going to be season two, episode one, the Vegas draft. When last we left our heroes, before we get to the show, uh, when last we left, I had mentioned that I had won that Xbox from the fine people in Kansas City. It has arrived, and sitting sitting with us on the table this evening is the cooler that it arrived in. I'm not even exaggerating that. It's like one of those Gatorade-type buckets. It arrived in one of these things. I had no idea what to expect. If you caught my live video on my Facebook page, I also posted some pictures on Instagram and Twitter of my haul. It's awesome. I had no idea what to expect. I'm still kind of flabbergasted. Big SAT word there for you. But I can't believe this thing exists. I've played my Xbox. I've only got the one controller it came with. But it's awesome. It's so cool. Yeah, if, you, if you've if you seen it or like want to see it, if Jason posted it or you already did, but check him out on his Twitter. Yeah, um, I think uh, I'll, I'll post some pictures on the Sitting Shiva page as well. Follow us there, please, on Twitter, at the Shiva Pod. But yeah, it's really cool, especially if you're a huge fan and this is what you get. It's an awesome gift. My biggest question, I know when we mentioned it a couple of weeks ago before it had arrived, I had asked the question of, is this better than something signed by Patrick Mahomes? And now the new question I have is, how many of these things exist? I tried to do some sleuthing across the internet. I went to like eBay. I looked at sold listings on eBay. I went to Mercari. I just did as much digging and research as I could find. And I have never seen another one like this. One of one. Like Gotta even the, the bucket, the Xbox itself, it came with some other pieces of like swag. I have no idea. It could be a one of one. That'd be awesome. It could be a one of one. You're not one of those people that are going to sell it. So it's. I had a couple offers. You. Did you really? I had a couple offers. People like, hey, are you plan on keeping that Xbox? Yes. High bids or you don't have uh, to say how much. M- but money like... was not discussed. Oh, I, really? I, okay. I will say that they did not lay down a price, but at this point, not for sale. I think the only thing I might give it up for is like an afternoon with Patrick Mahomes, like a VIP suite style at like a Chiefs game. Get to meet him. It's worth it. I might give it up for something like that. So if you're listening and you have access to something like that, hit us up at Twitter. I do like how you introduced the jug. Like it's our, it's a part of the show today. Like. It is <laughs> sitting across the table from us. Our third host of the evening, the Madden 22 cooler. It is really sitting right here. It really is. I, well, when we post pictures of what we're drinking this week, I'll make sure to include it in the background. It's really here on the table. Also, we were talking about this before. If you have any ideas for a name of the what we're drinking segment, please just share it with us. Yeah. We're thinking of it. We're thinking, you know, as we head into season two, we want to spice things up, hopefully, you know, gain some more traction, maybe get some special guests on the air besides my friend Peter. Maybe some people from the actual show would be really cool. I think we're still too new for that, though, but maybe. But yeah, we always talk about sponsorships and things like that at the end of the show, but coming out swinging here, if you have an idea for the name of our segment where we talk about what we drink, please let us know. I'm thinking if we were sponsored by Untapped. 
The segment could be called What's On Tapped. Ooh, that's a good one. That's I'm good looking one. at you, Untapped. I'm looking at you. Still waiting. Still waiting Still for the sponsorship. Waiting. Still waiting. As I said in our intro, we are here at Season 2, Episode 1 of the League. If you recall, just a quick recap. Andre is your league champion heading now into Season 2. Todd, I want to play a game with you. I'm thinking of a player. Think. You thinking? Thinking. 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 All right. Some people say he's the best in the world, best in the game. Even his teammates might not think the game might have passed him by. Drew Brees. Got it. The league season two episode one kicks off with Pete and Kevin playing this game. We don't have time to explain the rules to you. Not you at just, all. It's just you get it. Either you get it or you don't. And Ruxin does not get the game. Taco walks in and he, even he gets the game. He's like, it took me a while to get it, but I get it. And it's just a bunch of finger snapping and Ruxin just doesn't get it and either you get it or you don't exactly you're not cool it's like either you're cool or you're not cool exactly that's not ruxin right now you ain't cool unless you pee your pants if peeing your pants is cool consider me miles davis great movie great reference there to to happy gil uh, billy madison rather my mistake wrong adam sandler movie anywho so then we are joined by your league champion andre who's back in the silly hats he's back he's back baby Woo! championship brought back to fedora's He's looking great, and he's saying, you know, this year, let's just go big. As league champion, he gets to pick the venue where it's hosted, and before he can spit it out, Pete cuts him off and goes, you know what, Andre, you're right. We are going to go big. Let's go to Vegas. And everybody's like, yeah, Pete, great idea. It's an awesome idea by Pete. Right awesome there. idea by Pete. Great job. And then Andre's like, but, but I was going to say Vegas. And they're like, yeah, but we heard Pete say Vegas. And then that kind of puts the kibosh on, on Andre there. Pete is... Come up with it. And we're going to Vegas for our draft here. Todd, you ever been to Vegas? I have not. I really want to go. I have friends that have gone, and they always make fun of me for not going. Have you ever been? I have not. I do want to go. Um, In my sports universe, I do really like the Vegas Golden Knights. I was never a hockey fan. And then the year they came into existence, Peter, who had previously joined us, and getting his second mention on the show this week, had convinced me, you know, why don't you get into hockey? Because he's a really big Islanders fan. Sorry about that. And I was like, all right, fine. There's this new team in the league. They need fans. And it was Vegas's first season. They went to the Stanley Cup. And up until just this past year, they were in the playoffs every year of their existence. Have you ever watched the intros to their games? They're love, insane. Love their intros. And, but it, as, you know, they're obviously on the West Coast. A lot of their games, when they are on TV here on the East Coast, aren't until like 10 p.m. It's hard to stay up So it's extremely difficult to be a Vegas Golden Knights fan here on the East Coast. But nonetheless, I am a Vegas Golden Knights fan. And speaking of them, not to get off track even further, they had a new head coach today. Did they really? Pete DeBoer got the boot. Uh, Bruce Cassidy, I think is his name. He was the former Bruins head coach. Okay. I believe he sounds familiar. I don't. I don't. I, I could have the name, the name wrong, but Bruce Cassidy is now again. I could have the name wrong. The new head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights. But hockey is over. Is it over? I don't know. It's not the Stanley it Cup. It's not is, over than Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup's about to go. Uh, what was it? Tampa Bay going for a three-peat against the, the Colorado a- Avalanche. Oh, go Avalanche! Normally, I don't root for any team in Colorado because fuck the Broncos. But damned if I'm going to see Tampa Bay win three of anything ever. So go Avalanche. All right, cut away. Kevin's got to get ready for this league draft in Vegas. He's packing up, and Jenny walks in and goes, you know what? I want to go on the trip. And Kevin just kind of laughs it off, and he's like, but you're not in the league. You can't come. And again, he just kind of laughs it off, and Jenny's like, well, I want to join. And he's like, but we've always been an eight-man league. There's there's, there's no room. Eight-man league, it's done. He puts the kibosh on it. 
But we all know Jenny is actually in the league doing Kevin's team. Well, that's what Kevin says to her. He's like, you know what? Just keep helping my team. It's fine. And she's like, no, I want my own team. Like, I've earned this. Like, let's do it. And Kevin's just not really interested in it. He just wants to go to Vegas, have a good time. And he's like, you know, we're just going to go have a couple drinks, go to a strip club. Nothing fun. You know, typical Vegas stuff. Hey, guy's trip, you know? Guy's trip. So that begs the question. Uh, we were just talking about it before we hit record on this segment here, Todd. Uh, is this their house? Are we finally in the actual Are house? Are we finally in the MacArthur house? <laughs> it's know. hard to tell because it's just in the bedroom. I don't know. Can I throw a conspiracy theory? Go for so, it. So their house burnt down. And this is like they had to move into like a to like a temporary house kind of thing, and we're just waiting for the rebuild. <laughs> so wait, you're saying the house they're in now in this scene is temporary because they're no, I meant like the house first season, season one. The, first the season. season one house yeah. burned down, and then now they're actually back into their actual home. So they're they're in the house that we're gonna get to know and love the rest of the season. Yes. <laughs> Interesting theory. It's it's not actually a theory, but it's uh it's something to think about. I mean, we could run with it, but. Again, the question does still remain, is this the real MacArthur house? And the jury is still out on it. All right, now we're ready for the trip. I'm assuming we're at Chicago O'Hare International Airport because everybody, you know, the, the show takes place in Chicago. They're at the airport. I'm assuming this has to be O'Hare. You ever been to the Chicago airport? I time? have not. I've only really flown to Florida. Otherwise, I've drove. Okay. I don't I, know. Do you like flying? I don't mind it, but I do get very... I'm not like the best flyer. I don't mind flying. It's not bad. I'm actually going to be heading to Florida in a couple of weeks to go to Disney. I don't mind flying. Yeah, I, I need like distractions. I'm very uh, antsy when I'm on. Like, I just want to get there, so I'm, I'm like moving around. And, just watch a movie or something. Well, yeah. Well, for a while, I'd go cheap and I'd go like Frontier, so you don't really have that luxury. Mm-hmm. I don't sleep on like moving things, but then I, mm-hmm. I've been doing Delta lately. Delta, also sponsor us, please. They're awful. I don't want Delta to sponsor Really? Me. All right. Never mind. Take that back. I mean, we can go down a tangent here as to why I head to the airlines. <laughs> Jet Blue, fine. Jet Blue. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Southwest. You're the one that I want the sponsorship from, but Delta can take a long walk off a short pier. They're terrible. I need a TV. That's all I need. So yeah. I can watch these things. That's fine. That's, that's fine. That's it. Quick side story as to why I hate Delta, since now you uh, made me bring it up. So years ago, when I went to WrestleMania 28 in Miami, we flew Delta because, of course, and flying home back to New York from Miami, for some reason, my luggage came on an earlier flight than I did. So my luggage arrived to the airport and was not claimed by anybody. So then when I showed up at the airport and was like, hey, where's my luggage? The Delta rep came over and they're like, oh, it came on a different flight than you. And it looked like it had been handled by the Incredible Hulk. Like it was ripped open. It was brand new luggage, mind you. It was ripped open. Obviously they searched for it because the luggage was, you know, unclaimed. It showed up and there was nobody there. So they're thinking bomb or whatever. I don't know. And yeah, it looked like the Incredible Hulk handled my luggage. It was destroyed. It was the first and last time I got to use that particular suitcase. Oh, that's a shame. Okay, I understand why you don't like I them. just got the suitcase for Christmas that year and then went to WrestleMania. Destroyed. I got to use that luggage once. So then I told them, I was like, well, you're clearly going to replace this luggage because you broke it. And they're like, oh, we don't replace bit broken zippers. I was like, this is not a broken zipper. Like the frame of the interior, the it's suitcase was... It, I'm telling you, it looked like it was handled by the Incredible Hulk. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to handle this you know, the best way I know how, and that's to complain on Twitter. That's exactly what I did. So Delta reached out to me, and they would, first their answer was to take it to a luggage repair shop. Now, WrestleMania 28 didn't take place that long ago. Luggage repair shop? Never even heard of that. Did not know that, I was, know a that was a thing. Yeah, I get, the, I get your hatred for Delta. Next time, you got to reach out to Barstool Big Cat. 
Huh. He does. He handles a lot of these airports. Does Barstool Big Cat hate Delta? He will fight for any kind of airport like, like thing that happens. Really? Yes. All right. All tag, right. If you fought, if you go and look at his thing, you'll see people tag him, and he usually will tag the air, the airline. Okay. And be like, do something about. So this. luckily, the story has a happy ending. So I told them that I was like, listen. I'm not going to a luggage repair shop because this is in the 1900s where I'm going to visit my local blacksmith, which is located next to the luggage repair shop. I told them, give me a check for $200 and we'll call it even. And that's exactly what they did. Oh, wow. All right. That's not bad. At least you got that. Somewhere just like, no. So, happy ending. Still, fuck Delta Airlines. Southwest, looking at you. Love you. Love Southwest. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Big Cat, looking at you too, man. Sponsor us. They might not sponsor us, but that's all right. All right, so before I went off on a huge tangent about why I hate Delta Airlines, the guys were at Chicago O'Hare, we're assuming it's Chicago O'Hare, getting ready to get on this plane. They're all very surprised to see that Ruxin is here. How did he escape the uh, the wrath of Sophia and baby Jeffrey? I think he makes a comment that he's been on diaper duty for the past year. Makes a joke about his child being like Peyton Manning, throwing bombs all the time. I guess he's bombing his diaper four or five I times a day. so, yeah, baby Jeffrey, you know. He's God. <laughs> Our Lord and Savior, baby Jeffrey. Uh, Kevin hands Ruxin a gift, tells him to open it in Vegas. And he goes, oh, you're giving me your collection of butt beads. And he's like, no, just open it when you get to Vegas. Early birthday present? Early birthday present, I believe. Uh, Andre, he buys Taco a ticket as well. Yes, he, he buys, taco, buys Taco's ticket. And Andre's ready to discuss how they're going to determine their league draft order, but gets stepped on again, this time by Kevin, who says he's already figured it out. Turn around, and there's TSA, and he says, first one through, gets the number one pick, and then a musical number starts up, and the guys are just chubbing, and yes, Todd, you're waving your finger at me. The crafty Kevin checked his bag beforehand. Yes. And they knew that uh, Pete picked that up. Pete goes, you son of a bitch, you checked all your bags. He's in it. He's in it for the win. In it to win it. In it to win it. And then, yeah, musical montage starts, and the guys are pushing other people out of the way, going underneath the turnstiles. Oh, and the the gift is uh, is a the gift is ticking, and it turns out to be a clock. And he's trying to put it through security, and he's like, "It's not a bomb." They're like, "Stop saying bomb in an airport." Kevin's got slip on shoes, so he's thought of everything. Oh yeah, of course. The uh, airport security guard is making fun of Andre's outfit. I think Andre tells him it's based on a look from Santana. Santana designed it. Santana designed it. He's a doctor, and the TSA agent goes. Doctors wouldn't wear that. Doctor wouldn't wear that because he, he's trying to get through quickly. So he goes, "It's just a medical emergency. I got to get through." And the doctor wouldn't wear this. He's got a weird fedora and shirt on. And ultimately, what ends up happening is Pete wins, gets the number one pick. And who is Pete's number one pick going to be in the draft? Uh, Chris Johnson, Tennessee running back, Chris, Chris Johnson. Johnson. As he's getting pulled away to get um, probably frisked, frisked. Or yeah, cavity searched. We didn't chuck his bag. Yeah, he did throw his bag over, over. Taco, who was unloading a cactus he and did. some other random stuff into the bins. I do love how Ruxin's explaining that it's a Kevin and Jenny gag gift. Like, yes. like the agent's supposed to know. Like, like the, oh, yeah. all right. Oh, Kevin and Jenny, I know yeah. them. It's clearly a bomb in a suitcase or in a, in a gift. Exactly. Which, I don't understand why he held on to it and even tried to check it. All you do is just be like, oh, I know what this is. Throw it away. Yeah. He could it would still look worse that you just looks like you're throwing a random thing, but... Speaking, You're going to hold on to it? Exactly. Speaking of being checked, do you get checked when you go through security, Todd? Do you get pulled aside a lot? Have not yet. Probably just jinxed myself now. Probably did. But have not done it. Um, I'm usually pretty like good with that. I'm, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I never check my bag. I always have a carry-on. 
Okay. So yeah, very rarely do I check a bag. And I, and and I know you like when you take your shoes off. I'm usually wearing like sandals or something because obviously I'm usually going to like a warmer place. So. See, like I said, I'm going to Disney in a couple weeks. I'm still gonna wear sneakers. I don't like being barefoot in the airport. That's gross. Yeah, it's not the smartest idea. I think about but. that. And then also, um, I do get searched a lot for some reason when you go into the thing where you raise your hands up and it like oh, really? spins around. For some reason, there's always like a red or orange blur in my penis area, and I always feel the need to pat down my crotch area. And I always make jokes to my wife that I'm that I've got a very large package that they need to search. And my wife rolls her eyes every time because it's a stupid joke. It's a good ego boost. Huge, <laughs> huge ego boost. But yeah, I, I typically get frisked in the crotch area by TSA. So well, yeah, Pete was getting pulled away, so they're obviously away. going further than just Yeah, the they're going further than a frisk. They're, they're going full-on cavity search. So Pete has the number one pick in the draft, and he's going to be selecting Tennessee running back Chris Johnson. Before we move on, I do want to ask Todd a question. Todd, how's your fantasy football team doing? Or fantasy baseball team doing, rather? I had a really good week last week so far. Um, earlier in the week right now, I'm up. Um, one of my other teams I kind of forgot about. I'm trying to do that move, you know, that you told me. You forgot about it and hope for the best. There you go. I, that did not work because, like, five of my guys are hurt. So I had to clear those out. But, yeah, it's not going bad. I'm, like, mid-pack right now. Hopefully mm-hmm. I'll do, a, like, a late-season push. Still a lot of time. Yeah, of course. Baseball, you know. Plenty of time. Baseball, yep. We are now in Vegas. Get a nice sweeping view of the Vegas skyline. As we talked about before, neither one of us have been to Vegas. Would love to go, but haven't been there yet. If anyone wants to pay for our trip to Vegas, looking at you. We could record the podcast in Vegas. Southwest. Southwest. <laughs> Anywho, uh, we walk into the suite that they have booked for the weekend. Or Beautiful suite. However long. Yeah, it looks great. They walk in, and they're all just stopped in their tracks. Because there's a trophy sitting on the table. As we discussed at the top of the episode, Andre is your league champion. But Todd, sitting on this table, it is not the Shiva we've come to know and love. Oh, no, no, no. It's the year of the Dre, which means we have a new trophy here. It is the birth of the Dre. Very upset about this. I'm a Shiva. <sighs> Shiva. Shiva committee. Oh my God. So yes, we have the Dre, which is basically the same trophy, but at the top, instead of the the picture of Shiva, or I believe it was some other kind of Something thing at else, the top. Something else, yeah. You had the Shiva portrait. The Shiva the portrait was in the middle, which is now gone, and then the, the thing that was at the top has been replaced by a little bronze statue of Andre holding a football in one hand and a trophy in the other, and he's kind of doing this weird pose. And fedora forever on yep, top. fedora forever on top. So they're looking at it, and they're just like, you made a... You're a god, like you made an image of yourself, like this is blasphemy that nobody likes it, not just because it's Andre, but they got rid of the Shiva. I mean, what, does that, we have, do we have to change the name of our podcast to Sitting Dre? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Oh, no. Oh, no. TBD on that one. But they're trying to decide if the trophy has a penis or not, because it's just like a bronze statue. So then they end up calling it Shidre. It's his new name. It's his new name. Becomes his new name, Shidre. Taco also calls him Shidre. Yeah, he asks him for a beer. Yep. He goes, Shidre, is there a beer up in his ear? And He's like, it's the Dre. It's the Dre. It's the Dre. And then, oh, when they walk to the balcony, and they uh, Las Vegas is Spanish. Oh, yeah. So then they for... walk out to the balcony to look at the view, and he goes, welcome to Las Vegas, which is Spanish for Andre is awesome, which I'm pretty sh- sure if that means that, and I know San Diego means a whale's vagina... San Diego, a whale's vagina for our anchorman fans out there. Yes. And then turn around, we get our 
first cameo of the season, season one, early, an early, early cameo. cameo, loving this, the biggest one yet. This this might be the biggest cameo yet. Chad Johnson, formerly Chad Johnson, now Chad Ochocinco. Ciao, please. Andre tries to lay it down, and Chad Chad puts the kibosh on that quick. And Andre's like, yeah, but what if I use it professionally? And he said, oh, when he, uh, what if uh, someone's trying to get, what are we trying to get? trying to get a facelift. facelift. Child, child please. please. And Chad Johnson, or Chad just goes like, you're a doctor. Why would you use that professionally? So Andre's like struggling to come up with something new. He comes up with something pretty great, though. Try the veal. Try the veal. And, and everybody's please. just, please, try the veal. And it's, it's just crash and burn situation here for Andre as he tries to recover. They also, um, they also say, uh, what was it? I cry in my sleep. I cry in my sleep. I'm an adult virgin. I'm on JD. I'm on JD. Like, I'm not even Jewish. I'm not even Jewish. <laughs> but yeah, of course, Andre gets the brunt of every joke, but he deserves it. You can't change the trophy. You change the trophy, and then you're trying to use child please on Chad Ochocinco. Not off to a good start here for our league champion. Definitely not. Some corrections here I want to lay down about the previous uh, segment just a moment ago. The balcony scene happens first with Ocho Cinco. Then they walk into the room and see that Andre has besmirched the Shiva and it's now become the Dre. We were just really, really excited. We're just what, super excited for Ocho Dre. Cinco. Yes, and the Dre. We're, we're all kind of disappointed about kind the Kind of disappointed in the Dre, yeah. And then they ask, why are you dressed like a ballerina? Why are you dressed like a weightlifter? A lot of questions here. So and now, it's also bad luck that he did that. Yes, it's heresy. You've made a god in your own image. So we'll, we'll see if this is a sign of things to come for Andre, if he's going to end up repeating his league champion. So now we're off to the strip club. Uh, Todd, have you ever been to a strip club? I have. Um, probably an unpopular opinion, depending on who you are. <laughs> I'm not a fan of them. Was it as gross as they seem? The one I went to, yes. I don't know the name of it. It's, Where was it? Local, it was it's in Holbrook. Oof. Yeah. It Shout was, out Holbrook. <laughs> it was not It was not good. A friend brought me and my one friend. Didn't want to really go. Um, it was literally just three of us and one girl dancing. And That seems she, extremely depressing. It was. And she would walk over every like couple minutes expecting, I guess, us to throw money. And I didn't have any money on me. I didn't even realize we were going to this. So you were like Taco. Basically, yeah. And she definitely was not happy with that. But I, I was like, what am I supposed to do? I don't have money right now. I'm like just, I was like, what, 22? Like, Oof. broke. I don't have money to give away. I, like, I need this. Was she even like... Decent, like what she, she wasn't was. bad. She wasn't bad, but yeah, it's it's kind of awkward when you're one of the only people in the place. <laughs> like, it's not that's, that's really that, strange. Yeah, it's not something I would recommend at all. I would definitely get up and leave if if it was me now. But very, yeah, very strange. Have you ever been? I have not. Okay, I have never been. And I wouldn't go if you. Not, not even gone. before I was married. And I'm you know married now with two kids. Definitely not going now. Yeah, no, definitely but, wouldn't. Yeah, no, haven't been. But anyway, the guys are here at a strip club. Uh, Taco was walking around with his tape recorder. He wants to get stripper ringtones. And I was talking to Todd, if you have the Blu-ray or DVD of this show and you watch the extended version, which I did in following up for this episode, there's a scene earlier on when the guys first arrive at the hotel and uh, Taco was talking about wanting to get recordings of lions having sex for his ringtone business. But now he's here. This is in the regular like TV Hulu version is what Todd had watched, which is what we're working off here for the show tonight. This is the first introduction to the tape recorder where he mentions the stripper ringtones. 
and they're uh, discussing fantasy football. Which yeah. Then it's kind of rude because they're not paying attention to the dancers. No, they're not. And the, they do show the dancers. And again, in the extended episode, there is full nudity in I the extended the episode. Version, I sorry. watched the extended version on my Blu-ray this afternoon just to follow up. And there is topless women in this, which obviously wasn't going to be on FX at the time in whatever year this was. Definitely not going to be on FX. Maybe what, 2010, 2011? Probably around there. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll follow it up and I'll get an exact date later in the episode. But there is full-on topless women in this episode. Yep, nope. I watched PG version. So None you of did, this. You didn't see any of that. Nope. So as Todd said, they're having a conversation about fantasy football and the dancer on stage is, says, hey. And they're like, hang on one second. So they're talking back and forth because... Pete, as we know, has the number one pick, so they're kind of fighting amongst themselves as to what's going to happen after that. When the dancer on stage, whose name we end up finding out is Ambrosia a little bit later on, starts talking about what she knows, because they're talking about Philip Rivers. Yes, going, Andre said it's the year of the quarterback. Which, ugh, Philip Rivers, woof. Yeah, he wants first round, too. Yeah, first round, Philip Rivers, and the stripper Ambrosia ends up saying, Philip Rivers is going, you know, way later in my. My mock drafts. And they're like, wait, what do you know about mock drafts? Apparently, it's Apparently a popular a strip club to football yeah, players. Yeah, she mentions that a lot of football players come in, gives her all the secrets. So now the guys are in a bidding war to see who's going to go to the champagne room to get some time with Ambrosia. And they're like, you can keep your clothes on, but I want first three rounds. I want some sleepers. I think I remember this. So Pete will offer $200, keep her clothes on, and he wants the first four rounds. Yeah. Kevin offered $250 yeah. to keep her clothes on yeah. and only wants the sleepers. Only wants the sleepers. But then Roxanne ends up throwing in some money. $400. $400 for Kevin. Yes. Sold. Kevin ends yep. up winning. He gets the champagne room with Ambrosia. And he mentions that Peter, he has no more back. He's not getting any more advantages. Nope. You know, if you know from the first season, any kind of advantage you get, the rest of the guys don't want you having any more. Of course not. And actually, earlier in the episode, again, we forgot to mention... On this trip, Ruxin is in a good mood. He's feeling good. He's he's away from the family. He's away from course. the family. He's tired of the whole what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. He says that should be buried in the desert. Yeah, he hates that saying. He hates that saying. It is a really cheesy saying. You hear it all the time. But Kevin gets his moment in the champagne with Ambrosia. So now the camera pans over. You see all the other guys in the champagne room getting like lap dances and things like that. And here's That's Kevin fun. with a fantasy football magazine sitting next to a... Well, not, I was going to say fully clothed. She's in like a bikini yeah, or whatever. Yeah, she's, she's in what you think a stripper like, Yeah, Imagine a stripper, but with some clothes on. And he's talking about uh, making... He wants, oh, what's his name? That running back. He was on the Cowboys. I can't think of it right now. I don't know who you're talking about. But then she suggests Ricky Williams in the, in the ninth. ninth. Yeah. And they end up having the same stats at the end of the year. So he was like, you're very smart, Ambrosia. And she tries to jump on him for a lap dance. And he goes, no, no, I don't need that. I need, let, let's talk more sleepers here. Faithful husband, though, Kevin. Very, very Kevin. faithful husband. Good on Kevin for that. It is now the next morning. We are ready for our draft. And it was Felix Jones was the name of the running back. We we're trying yes. to think of in the last segment. Why could you, Why would you take Felix Jones in the second when you could have Ricky Williams in the ninth? Ooh, Ricky Williams. Ah, Ricky Williams. Very smart advice, Ambrosia. So here we are. Free beer. Looks like they're all drinking some Bud Lights in the aluminum cans. And Andre says, look around. This is the year of the Andre Nation. And I forget. He says something else, too. Prepare for the... Uh, the drama nation? No, no, I, drama nation. And yeah, I think it's some, something, something stupid like, like that. that. They're like, what? But then luckily Ocho Cinco here for the save. And then we find out that Ted, one of the... Was it Ted or Roger... No. One of the uh, one of the phoning guys the from the league, guys. one of the out of state guys, 
Ooh, excuse me. One of the out of state guys is not going to be in this league. And Chad Ochocinco says, you know, it's going to be it's pretty pathetic. You're already a, an eight team league, which is sad. Now you're down to seven, and not so fast. Ruxin's got a solution for this. Rathy bomb. Finally, I've been waiting all season. In season one, I kept talking and hyping up Rafi. Rathy bomb. Go. Yes. Here he is, Jason Manzugas, a.k.a. Rafi, making his big appearance here in the league. Now, apparently Ruxin knew about this a month ago that the person was out of the league. Yes. And he had to be a problem solver. He, he did. brought Rafi with him. With he, they're like, he's not here, he's in Chicago. And he's like, no, I flew him in. He's over there at the, uh, the whatever food table he was yeah. at. But all of a sudden Rafi comes and he's like, oh yeah, let's do it. And here's Rafi. And thank God. And none of the guys are really a fan of this. Brolo, bro, no, as Pete says. I love how he walks up and he's like, you know, there's girls behind here, right? There are girls behind here. And he's talking about the draft board sitting in front of the little suite that they're in. Also ask what the draft board is. What is this? <laughs> What's going on? He's great. I love Rafi. We're going to get more of him. In You're in the league, Rafi. <laughs> so then Jenny ends up walking up behind them and was like, hey, guys, what's up? Because she also had found out talking to the, uh, I think it was Roger or Ted. It's not Ted. Whatever the no. guy's name is, she talked to his wife, found out that there was an opening, and she flew herself to Vegas, which we were discussing before we got off the air. Did they come together? Are they got a room together? Did she get her own room? It was so weird. It was just like, hey, I'm here. Like, Who's watching Ellie? Yeah. I, I Like I was saying Child, before. Child, please. Child, please. Uh, I think the, uh, I guess the grandmother must have him, like the McGiblets episode when Taco stole everything. Kevin had to go hunt him down. I guess so. But, I don't know. But yeah, it's like, they don't talk to each other. That's a long flight from Chicago to Vegas. It you're, really you is. Hey, hey, hi wife. Like, where are you? Yeah. Like, I mean, they have to have text messaging at this point. I can't yeah. imagine they don't. No. So anywho, now they're going to put it to a vote because we're down to Brolo and Quinado, aka Rafi, and Jenny as to who's going to be the eighth man on the team. So, Rafi and Jenny are sitting in this room off to the side. Rafi goes, you want to make out to pass the time? No. Jenny's Ke- fuming about not being already Jenny can't in be- the league. Jenny can't believe they're even putting this to a vote. Like, how is this a vote between her and Rafi? Kevin walks up. He says, all right, we've made a league decision. And we've picked Rafi. And Rafi goes, boom, in your face, suck it. And he's, like, really cheering. us. oh, no, I'm so sorry. And Jenny walks off and huff. I can't believe this. And Rafi goes, what's her situation? She's hot. What's her deal? It's my wife. How's that going? Just typical Rafi. It's only going to get better from here. Gattaca! Again, it's only going to get better from here. Thank God Rafi is here in the league. In your face! I'm so sorry. I can see his penis beer. Just so much Rafi. I'm loving it. So Rafi is officially in the league. Jenny walks over and wants to know the details of what exactly happened. Chad Ochocinco is back. And he says, there's already one woman in this league. Ain't that right, Shidre? And they're all shitting on Shidre. Or earlier on, he puts he has these weird glasses on. He puts them on. And he asks Chad Ochocinco what he thinks of him. And he gets child-pleased. And Andre's child so excited. Me. He child-pleased me. So here we are. Draft is ready to begin. As we know, Pete is picking running back Chris Johnson. He goes to hand the sticker. Chad Ochocinco ain't nobody's sticker, bitch. So boom. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Sticker on the board. They're in the pool right now, too. No, they're not oh, yet. Oh, they're not in the pool. Not yet. Oh, yeah, First round right. is still in the cabana. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Uh, so then Taco ends up trading his first round pick to Ruxin, and they're like, what'd you trade it for? I don't know. Oh, the number six is number my six lucky, is number. lucky number. Because yeah. Ruxin ends up being six, and Taco is three. We never find out how they determine the rest of the league order. No, they. I wish. I kind of wish we did, but it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. So they trade picks. 
Uh, I don't remember who Ruxin ends up drafting first here. I, yeah, I don't but remember then, either. Once it's Rafi's turn, he just reaches into the ball and he's like, and he just throws a stick at the board. Yeah. And it's kicker, now retired, I believe. Yes. Former Patriot kicker, then Colts, Adam Vinatieri. Yeah. Yeah, Rafi wasn't paying attention. Rafi wasn't paying attention. He's like, uh, I don't know, this guy. He just throws a sticker at the board. <laughs> the disappointment in Andrea's face, too, when he picked a kicker. Like, you think he'd be happy. Like, okay, cool, I guess. It's like, And it's a kicker. It's a kicker. And there we go. And then we just go on to a musical montage of everybody picking their, their players. The board is now in the pool. Everybody's having a good time in the pool. Put the stickers up. At one point... Taco and Rafi are fighting over the stickers, even though they clearly have no idea no. what they're doing. They're, they're fighting over who even knows whose pick. <laughs> exactly. And then they're in a lazy river, and everybody's in tubes, and Rafi's like, where'd you get the tubes? And he's like drowning in the pool. Yeah. And then at the very end, they're all admiring the board, and Ruxin makes a comment to Pete about, I can't, or makes a comment to Kevin, rather, about how he took a shit and threw it on the board, and then Rafi goes, we're allowed to shit in the pool? Just, oh, so good. No, we missed that. Jenny is helping Ruxin yes. with so, his with his team this so year. Earlier, when Shadow Josega makes the comment about there being already a woman in the league, Shidre, Jenny offers to help Ruxin. She wants to inflict pain. She on wants to inflict every pain on everyone, one of them. and that's the perfect way to do it by teaming with Ruxin. And he makes a comment about the uh, the, the rich inherit or something. He makes some kind of comment rich about like get richer. Or yeah, rich get like richer. Some kind of euphemism. So now Ruxin has teamed with Jenny. So it seems. Now, well, Mr. What Happens in Vegas Stays in Vegas Hate now uses something else similar to that. Yeah, some kind of other similar yeah. cheesy euphemism. And Ruxin, speaking back to Ruxin, once they're admiring their board, he's kind of like, the, the term they mentioned is roster baiting in the pool, just oogling his lineup. He's really excited about it. Well, you said in the strip club, he's the only one focused right now. The only one focused on the draft. Everybody else has got their cl- minds clouded by the strippers. He's the only one focused. So... They end up finishing their draft. They're off to another nightclub now. And there's the Dre again. And set up very nicely on it. Set team. up very nicely. They got a nice little spread, some cocktail waitresses. And Ruxin has written his lineup down on a cocktail napping because they wouldn't let him bring the board to the club. And they were so like, oh, you really brought it? And then Kevin's like, it is a good lineup. It is a great lineup. Look how sexy it is. They're all admiring his lineup. And then we get flagged down by Chad Ochocingo off to the side. Calls him over to a VIP area he's got. And Jenny is working the velvet rope. Let's everybody in except for Kevin because she feels betrayed by Kevin. The voting, maybe Kevin voted against his wife. Maybe he didn't. He, we don't he know. He was against it. Cause I would he, say he's against it. He, yeah. he wants her help because he wants to win because mm-hmm. by himself he's not going to win. Everyone knows this. Um, but yeah, so then Pete has to come over and talk her into inviting him into the VIP area. Talks about how annoying he is and chatty and all these other demeaning things about Kevin. But he finally gets in. Then he asks Jenny, I hope that dress isn't expensive. And Pete's like, just go. Just go. Just go. Stop it. Just go. You're in. So there we are. Everybody's in the VIP area. Now we're getting ready to close things out. Andre is just on cloud nine. He's got the trophy. Ambrosia... Which brings up a lot of questions here. Ambrosia just happens to be walking through this random nightclub in Vegas. I'm a champion. You're a champion. I'm a champion. You're a champion. He pulls Ambrosia up on stage and he's holding up the Dre, celebrating. And then Rafi jumps up on stage because, of course, and he's like, let's bump chests and kiss. Girls love when that happens. And like, and Andre's like, no, I don't want to do that. And he's like trying to bump, you know, trying to like chest bump with him. And Andre's kind of falling backwards. He falls backwards. And you hear Andre go, ah, ah. And he's making all these weird noises. And at one point, there you see Taco with his tape recorder. He goes, I'm inside me. 
He's and like, got it. <laughs> I got it. I struck gold because earlier he was telling Chad Ocho's thing about how he's doing this ringtone business and it's not really going that well. And Ocho's thing is like, just wait, you're going to hit gold. It's going to be okay. And here it is. He has struck gold with, ah, I'm inside me. Props to Ocho Cinco. He is a very positive person. I yeah. know people don't like him, but I follow him on Twitter still and he, that's all he talks about. Positivity. He's, he's not playing anymore, is he? No, I don't know what he actually does. He does some random stuff. He's a big soccer guy right now. Yeah, okay. He eats McDonald's every day, though. Which is does crazy. he? Yeah, McDonald's breakfast. Big fan of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, he probably does that. Works out. True. You like McDonald's breakfast? I haven't had it in a while. I was a big fan of the steak, egg, and cheese, and they got rid of they it. They got rid of that, yeah. Yeah. They're getting rid of too much stuff. I know. I was actually at McDonald's today. They raised their prices. Of course the whole they whole board did. is different. I, Thanks, I usually... Obama. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm still upset no Ronald and Grimace. Damn it. They're gone. But but yeah, no, they raised it. And then, yeah, I used to, whenever I had a chance to get McDonald's breakfast, I always take egg and cheese, but it's gone now. I love those $3 bundles where you get like a... That's what I would got. I love those. Well, now it's like three ninety. It's like three fifty or, or something three, like that. Yeah, yeah, no, it was three fifty. Now it's like three ninety. Oh, what? Yeah, they raised it again. God damn it. I said three fifty, and the person's like, it's okay if it's three ninety now. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. I you just drove off the drive through line. Yeah. No, it's not. I didn't peel out. <laughs> And I, I actually tried the strawberry frosty at Wendy's this week. How was that? It was decent. Okay, I'm not crazy decent. about strawberry ice cream. I'm more they, of just they temporarily guy. got rid of the vanilla, which of course I think <laughs> that's fine with me. I think yeah. Dave Thomas is spinning in his grave because we all know chocolate is the best frosty. Yep. You dip your fries in it. If you say otherwise, I will block you on Twitter immediately. I also will do the same. Anywho, oh, I'm inside me. We are now going to get another musical number here by Jean LeJoy, a.k.a. Taco. He comes up with the I'm Inside Me, Chad Ochocinco guest stars on the track. And I'm going to attempt to put it at the end of this episode. So stay tuned all the way to the end. And I'm going to attempt to put in the ah, I'm Inside Me song from this episode. Lawyers and lawsuits be damned. We're going to play this song. Come after us. Come after us. Come on. Bring it on. So stay tuned to the end so you can possibly hear... I'm inside me. If not, I'm sorry. We'll figure something out. Also, support or go find me when we do get sued. Exactly. Please do. So that's it. Is that the end of the episode? Um. Oh, yeah, so they make they do make a comment. Yes. What happens in Vegas stays in Andre yes. because what ends up happening is to kind of elaborate beyond the I'm inside me. The arm of the trophy breaks off when Andre lands on it. And then Ruxin disappears and goes to the, the Ah, room. yes, that's right. Yes. Ruxin wants to use the bathroom, but he doesn't want to get chlamydia or uh, conjunctivitis. That's Forever what he says. Unclean. Forever unclean. Forever. So he ends up going to the room, and he ends up coming out of the bathroom. He catches the, the draft board, the corner eyes, and he's rostermating. The guys walk in. They see him. They take a picture, and they're like, I guess what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So we flash to black. Before credits roll, we see the guys sitting down at the, the table, they're playing the game again with the snapping fingers. Taco is playing the game with Andre. Comes up with Rutherford B. Hayes. You yes. know, of course. Of course. Then Ruxin comes over with casino security. And they believe that the guys are counting cards. And they're like, no, we're just playing a game with, you know, snapping fingers. And we're talking about players. And the casino manager's like, well, I love games. Why don't you explain the game to me? And Ruxin's like, yeah, please do. Please do. It's like a parent trying to figure out, like, what the new kids are doing nowadays. Exactly. So they're like, we believe you're counting cards. So Peter and Kevin, everybody's looking around at each other. And they go, you know what? We are counting cards. (laughs) Good night, gentlemen. They get kicked out. And Ruxin's furious. He's like, you'd rather get kicked out than explain it to me? You'd rather go to casino jail? Yep. Yep. Credits roll. And that is a way to kick off season two. 
the best way. Season two, episode one, the Vegas draft. All right, as we wrap things up here, before we get into final thoughts on the episode, it is now time for our favorite weekly segment. Like I said, the last time has survived since episode one. It is what's untapped presented unofficially by untapped. I'm running with that. We're going to run with that. Yeah. I know I said give us some ideas. You still can. You still can. We're, we're open to it, but I, I like this because it ties into the potential sponsorship with Untapped. Getting Trump um, once Untapped comes along. <laughs> exactly. So, Todd, uh, did you kick us off last time or did I kick you off? I, I don't think you did. Did I? All right. So, it Todd. It doesn't matter, but yeah, no, I, I can go first. Go yeah. ahead, Todd. All right. So, What's Untapped tonight for you? All right. So, I kind of went like trendy kind of thing. So, I, I'll start with like. So if you're like a big craft beer person in like, I guess I want to say in like the north, um, you'll know about Treehouse. It's kind of like, it's this huge brewery in Massachusetts. You can only get it at the brewery. So I had some friends go there. They asked me if I wanted anything and I got the uh, Surfcaster Whipper, which is more like a wheat beer. And I don't know if Jason remembers seeing me take the first sip, but I was very I do recall, impressed yes. by were, this. It was were. very good. Um very good taste. Now on to the other uh, trendy thing, which which makes sense. Um, I was I do I go to a lot of like beverage centers, and the uh, Happy Dad Hard Seltzers are pretty popular right now. Everyone talks about them. Not gonna so, lie, I've never heard of them until you told me about it. Yeah, I, I guess I, I just run in different circles than you. I guess maybe I don't know, but uh, I don't know. Maybe like the listeners might know the Nelk Boys. I have no idea who they are. I never heard of them again I, until I you heard, sat down with me tonight and told me about I it. I heard about this Happy Dad through this other page. It's called like Boys Ninety Eight. They go over like all these drinking games, but it's pretty cool to see how other people do things. They're from Canada. That's where I heard of it. I thought it was theirs, and then I learned different. But yeah, so they finally came to Long Island, and I tried them. Um, gonna be honest, wasn't a big fan of lemon lime, but I'm enjoying the watermelon one. That's the one I have right now. Uh, it's got electrolytes in it. You know, it got to stay hydrated. Okay, there you go. So it's kind of like a, an alcoholic Gatorade. Yeah, but uh, yeah, not disappointed by this one. So uh, now I know. No lemon lime, goat watermelon. I haven't tried the other flavors. I'll try them within the next what, week or so. Uh, what other flavors are there? It's pineapple and it is, what's the last one? I think it's strawberry. Okay, are you going to bring them to the table or are you, you going to save them Save I'll, them I'll bring the them. side? I'll bring, I'll, I'll bring them every week. Okay. Along with something else. The Treehouse one is very good, though. I'm, I'm okay. a very big fan. I have another one that I'm going to bring next week, so I'll uh, I'll save it for next week. But, okay. yeah, I'm excited to try Cool, cool. Uh, so, speaking of trendy things, if you are on social media at all and you're familiar with the Simply brand, they make Simply Orange Juice and Lemonade and all these different Simply style things. Apparently, the popular thing to do was to add alcohol to their existing drinks. So the people over at Simply were like, well, duh, let's just do that ourselves. So they introduced Simply Spiked, which is a series of lemonades that came in a case of, I believe it was 12, I think it was. And you got three of each flavor. It was blueberry, watermelon, strawberry, and then just plain lemonade. Earlier this week, I tried strawberry. When I found it, I found it at my local Stop and Shop is where I got mine. I know they've been popping up at Walmart, too, and Kroger and Publix. For any out-of-state listeners, you can find them there. Simply doesn't have a tracker on their website. I hate that. It's so weird nowadays. Why? Like, yeah, most places nowadays have some sort of tracker or, like... There's a McRib tracker. There's a McRib tracker, which is phenomenal. Yes. Are you, are you a fan of McRib like I am? Just phenomenal. Thank you, McDonald's. Bring that back. So I tried the strawberry, wasn't a fan. Todd had just mentioned strawberry. We talked about it before we went on the air. I feel like anything strawberry alcohol is very hard to 
get that taste. It is. Yeah, it's a very hard taste, I guess, to mimic. The- so I had the strawberry simply spiked to, to kick things off. A very weak strawberry taste, mostly an alcoholic taste, which doesn't really bother me. I was hoping for more of a strawberry taste, so not a fan of the strawberry. So then tonight when we sat at the table, I kicked it off with the blueberry lemonade, which was great. Loved the blueberry. And then I moved on to the watermelon, which is not bad. Again, both of these have a stronger of the fruit taste that they're supposed to have as compared to the strawberry did. So as far as what I've drank in so far, I would say probably blueberry is one, watermelon two, strawberry three. I don't know if I'll, I don't think I'm going to get three drinks in tonight. I do have work in the morning. These are only 5% too. Also side rant, skinny can. God, I hate the skinny can. Again, the skinny can is killing me here. I don't have a skinny can koozie. I'm failing here. I do have a Coke Zero in front of me with my Luke Combs koozie. I'm going with the Goodell koozie again. Todd Rockin' is fine, Goodell koozie again, but I, I need a skinny koozie. So if anybody out there, skinny koozies, I'll take them. Damn Simply Lemonades. And that drink I had last week was skinny too. We went with the trendy drinks tonight. It was yeah. a trendy night. We went through it in the internet. I think uh, I think next week I may have to hang on to the the signature lemonade maybe for next week. Yeah, I'll bring I'll probably bring the pineapple. I I think the other kind of strawberry. I'll I'll, I'll see, but I'll, I'll probably bring the pineapple next week. I'll let everyone know. Okay. But yeah, the lemon lime it was more of like a seltzer I, mm. with like a splash of lemon. Okay. And yeah, it was my favorite. And usually, yeah. I'm a big lemon lime person. It's like Likewise. usually my go for, yeah. like my go to. And I was very disappointed. But the watermelon's very good. And uh, speaking of next week, Kat is out of the bag. Typically, we record every other week. We would be recording back-to-back weeks, so we'll talk about Surprise. that here in the outro <laughs> as we get ready to close things out here. But that was our weekly segment of What's On Tap, unofficially presented by our sponsor, Untapped, which you can follow them on Twitter, at Untapped, or download the Untapped app to show off to all your trendy friends what you're drinking. And we're both on it, too, so we're you can follow us. We're both on Untapped, yeah. I don't use it a lot, but you can follow me if you want. Yeah. I am uh, at... Todd eleven twenty nine because it's way different than all my other things. So I make it more confusing on everyone. I don't remember what my username is, so good luck finding me. As we close things out on season two, episode one of the league, obviously I think we know my feelings on this. <laughs> Rafi, I'm so pumped. Todd, how do you feel kicking us off with another season of the league? I am pumped. I'm really excited to get to season two. I think I was telling you before. I was like waiting for this episode because it's just one that sticks in my head because the airport whole thing, I want that. And like, if I ever do a fantasy league and I have any kind of chance to do it, like that would be the way to pick the first pick. It's just It's hilarious. a great, great job. Great yeah, job by great. If, if you have all these, the friends that will do that, it's like, it's something fun to do and something great with like your league. I think we talked about this like the very first episode about like people doing like things if you come in last and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I love hearing that, but every league does not do that. Yeah. I mean, eventually this show will get to that. We're going to get the Sacco and even later the Ruxin. Yeah, We're, we're going to get to that, the Sacco punishments and things like that. That's not, that's still to come. So looking forward to that. I love every, everything that comes I with think that. Stacking up to season one's first episode, I think this is a much stronger start to the season. But again, that was kind of like the pilot. The show really hadn't found its footing yet. It's definitely starting to. We get more familiar with the characters. Now we're getting Rafi. Some jokes are starting to carry over from episodes. Early cameos. Early cameos. And now we're getting heavy on the cameos. We saw a lot of Chad Ocho Cinco here, and there's more cameos to come. So definitely stick along for the ride. I think it was a very strong way to kick off season two. Like I said at the beginning, double the amount of episodes. We are going from six in season one to now 13 in season two. I was saying before, we started with a mile. Now we're working our way up to what, a 5K? There you go. 
So keep following along with the show. Again, you can follow the show on Twitter at the Shiva Pod. You can follow our theme songwriter at Todd C. Barton. I want to give a huge shout out to him for supporting the show, writing that song so we don't get sued, even though we're going to play music later. That might get us sued anyway, but I don't care. Still going to use his episode. He supported us, so I want to return the favor. Again, you can follow him on Twitter at Todd C. Barton. Join us next week as we talked about. We're recording back-to-back weeks here because I'll be going away to Disney, and then I believe Todd is going to be away. So I'll be in Ocean City, Maryland. It'll be kind of working out that we're going away. So we'll have two weeks in a row of episodes. There'll be a couple weeks off in between, and then we'll be back. But you can catch us next week, Season 2, Episode 2, Brolo El Cuñado. I'm imagining it's going to be a Rafi episode. Super excited about that, as we know. Cannot wait. As always, like I said, follow the show on Twitter, at the Shiva Pod. I already said it again, but I'm going to mention it again because it doesn't matter. It's my show. It's our show. Follow our theme songwriter at Todd C. Barton on Twitter. He wrote our theme song. Maybe he could do some work for you, too. Please support the show. Keep following on Twitter. Let us know how you're liking the show. Like, review, rate, subscribe. Apple, Spotify, Anchor, if you go there. Anywhere you can listen. Anywhere you can listen to us. Tell a friend. Let us know. You can follow us both on social media. I am at the L.I. Chief. I'd like to thank our unofficial host, the Madden 22 Cooler. Was a little quiet this week. I'm hoping maybe next week they'll have something to say. But it's it's first episode jitters. First I get episode, it. first episode jitters. I get it. The man sitting across on the table for me, Todd. Todd, where can we find you on social media? You could find me on Twitter at the Todd Dayton, also on Instagram at the Todd Dayton. Sounds good, sir. Until next time. Like I said, you may or may not hear the song after the episode if I can figure out how. But as always, we'd like to close things out by telling you, Shiva Kamini Soma Kanda Kram. We'll see you next week for season two, episode two of the league. It's Broyo El Cunado. Crappy bomb. Ladies and gentlemen, I now give you I'm inside me. to be like Sinead O'Connor nothing compares to me I'm the best of the best so I bother with the rest one and dine myself just to get myself undressed tell me where I've been I'm inside me like a bear without sheets, no one can cover me And I'm a lover, baby, and my love is me Tell me where I be I'm inside me I'm inside me Bald white Dr. Dre who found out the hard way Tell me where I be I'm inside me I'm inside me Too soon